This episode of Strange Assembly is brought to you by www.l5rsearch.com. L5rsearch.com is a comprehensive online L5R card database with tools to assist in optimizing your decks, proxying cards, or simply finding out about unusual cards. Once you know what you need, www.l5rshop.com puts cards in your hands quickly and economically. I'm Chris Stevenson, and this is Strange Assembly, Episode 71, Sawed Off, Part 3. Never Stop Gaming. Strange Assembly is a podcast and website about board games, card games, and role-playing games. Legend of the Five Rings, and beyond. Almost at the end of the clan stuff, we have Crab, who... Would it be fair to say that Crab have been the most successful clan in Emperor Edition? Probably, yeah. Probably? The one I've seen the most lately is large or Berserker guy-focused stuff. So there they have Hidakaji, the Crab Clan mutant. Oh, the ridiculous card? Yes. Yeah, well, he, does, yeah, he costs the, a lot. The, the guy who randomly showed up in, like, 30 <laughs> pieces of art yes, to the set. He did. He's all over the place in the art, and and honestly, normally I would like that, but I don't like it here because while that's interesting and stuff, like a 30-foot-tall half-monster guy is not really L5R to me. You can tell how tall he is because there's like a guy who comes up to his knee walking right. in the bottom of the art. It just, that does not feel like L5R to me. Mm-mm. It's an interesting concept, and it's not that I minded being on a car, but I... He's like, man, he's right. all over the place in this set. I, I mean, I feel like I, I'm I'm with you, and I've, I've pretty much felt that way since I looked at this card, even though even uh, ignoring the fact that I think this is an extremely strong card for a deck that doesn't necessarily need it. I feel this is the same way as kind of like the Lost, in that, you know, it's a big mutant monster. He should be an outcast from the clan. I mean, yeah, I know you don't care about honor, but he's still a big mutant You mean the monster. Damned? Oh, yeah. Sorry, yeah, yeah, sorry, yeah. the Damned, yeah. We're, we're, it's like, oh, well, we're crabs, so we're just not going to care about that. He's not tainted, so it's not Shadowlands, and I guess they would know that, right? Because the Cooney could be like, nope. Chain strike! Not, yeah, he's not tainted. The traditional Cooney greeting. It's like a, anyone else's handshake or a Rokugani bow. Chain strike! If I recall correctly, they don't doesn't their Shugenja technique actually let them make a roll to just tell if you're tainted without... And if you make it well, like, without you even noticing that they're... It's like Chris, giving you're a distinct guy. fun. Yeah, sorry, yes. You get a roll to see your taint? The only uh, positive I see to this card for being someone who's going to have to play against it is that when it comes into play, I will always say, Hey, you guys! <laughs> he's odd, but he's strong. It is a lot of eggs in one basket, but they are pretty resilient baskets, those crab berserkers. Yeah, I, I do like, uh, though, that, like, what, quintupling his size is only adding a force? <laughs> Basically. <laughs> uh, and then Ruthless Onslaught is, again, another one of these you have to target. So you play it on your guy. They have to target that guy next. And if your guy has seven or more base force, a.k.a. you're playing an Oni deck or a crab deck, then you get to take an additional action. Bad if you're not, if you don't get to take the additional action. So I guess that's not really any different than all the other iterations of that that we already talked about. Yep. It's a very good deck already. It gets another good card, Crab Monsters, so that can't be uh, too shabby. The Crab Scouts get a couple, in addition to the other Scout things that we've talked about, they seem like the best use for two Stings. Because it involves bowing followers, so yet again, the free Zero Force followers let you... And while one ranged for attack is not good enough to play a card, and I certainly would not normally want to bow something to make a ranged for attack, one card that lets me do two ranged for attacks and lets me bow something that is irrelevant, that yeah. seems like it, a possibility. Yep. Again, lots to compete with. Uh, what do you think about Swai? Swap? followers on two personalities and then presumably take an additional action because you have recon. 
it targets the guys, so they have to be at this battlefield. Right. If it weren't for that, it would be much funnier. Also, if commanders were more prevalent, it would be much funnier because you could go like, "Oh, your commander with a cool follower is here. Let's switch him with uh, your guy at home with a pud follower." You can't. Yes, that's what that's what I'm saying. Yeah, if that's that, saying if you could two, do that. Right. Those two things weren't true. I would be a lot more impressed with him. Like he's As terrible. He is, yeah, yeah, he no. doesn't seem like he gets in anywhere. The unique one, and Natani, on the other hand, again, five fours for nine, not an amazing cost-to-gold ratio, but battle range six is not a shabby ability, and the ability to potentially battle blow up your Gazaru no Oni. Mm. Also, his hand isn't jade, although he's making his bow, or his daikyo, glow green. Why would his hand be jade? Because he's the jade hand? No, the, no, the no, jade's no, no. part of the jade that's hand organization. Okay, well yes. that, okay, there's well only that's one, then that's a there are only two guys with jade hands. They're there's both dead. Mitsu KYD. Well, um... No, Benaha. Benaha. Oh, yeah, yeah. And I believe she's still around. Well, you found out the... Was, she was historically. one of the you could find out the fate for her. Oh, was she? Yeah, she and, okay. um... She, cause and Ma- it, I know it was ours. I know the, the um, Ken Shoin was one of the people that you could get to, to know the fate of that person. Yeah. Still wandering around... I mean, you wouldn't expect them to die, especially when they get an artifact of blessing like that. Yeah, I, I don't so. think that's going to make a lot of... I don't think the set's going to make a lot of difference for Crab Scouts. I, Natani and Two Stings seems like the most interesting things. They don't play a lot of... I mean, if if there was a version that played a lot of recon strategies, then advanced intelligence, but I don't think there is. And uh, you've now pointed out to me that requesting reinforcements involves bowing a guy, which is totally not the same thing as duty of the crab. No. I don't know. The Kayao deck. There's usually a personality and a strategy for everything. Did it even get a personality? I mean, sorry, not a personality. Strategy. Did they even get a strategy? Did Dead I just miss it? We owe ourselves some money. We totally owe ourselves some profit strength. Good yeah, job, I, I guys. I certainly didn't uh, include that in there. But Caillou just feels like something they're like, you know what, we've got enough stuff. What to say? That is the one of the crab themes that seems to have not really gelled. Not that crab players are crying, they got plenty to choose from, right. but it just feels gonna... like they they didn't really know what they were wanted to do with it. So it, it, it felt very incomplete when it started. It still feels incomplete. Well the, the I... problem is like every single tactician in the game when we started was blank. And that's right. unless they're unless they're small, that's just not a great place to start. Right. Well, and also it was sort of unclear with the Caillou how much honor they were supposed to be doing versus attacking. Well, because they were supposed to be, you switch to honor as a backup. And I'm like, if I'm switching to honor as a backup, you're going to need to give me some battle actions. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, their stronghold's really good. And that leaves the Yasuki. They get Sujikin, who is a personality I really don't like. Uh, <laughs> see? Well, it. Well, just because he's a crime boss? No. The reason I don't like the card is because if you go first and your opponent is playing a 6-for-5 gold scheme and you buy him on turn 2, he's basically says win the game. Yeah. Yeah. Because at that point, that one card has single-handedly crippled your opponent's economy. If he was anything other than a Dishonor deck, it would be more of a true auto-win. Now, it is it, it is true that, I mean, right, if you go first and you're playing a Dishonor deck... Then hopefully they'll just end up buying gold around. And so you will have hampered them, but you haven't really advanced your win condition. Whereas if you were a military deck or an honor deck, you would be actively advancing your win condition too. But still, it's such a big. And then the guy oh, also says, the guy also says limited yes. draw card. So it's also, well, limited bow him and target personalities honor him. His controller loses one honor, which you, since it's a limited, you can't do. If you're going to use the open, yes, but, yeah, but no, you, you, you have, have to completely... choose. You have to choose between messing with their economy and dishonoring it. But the big reason why I, I don't like the fact that there's the possibility to have him be something like an it's auto. It's not win like you're not going to throw on Pearl Embers two. into your deck, anyways, hmm. or Air Serenity, or uh, sorry, the whatever Air card. Ser- uh, Serenity and Air, but that, and that air. you have to pitch a card to do that in the open, so that's less. Well, yeah, but yeah, I'm less scared about that. But I, I mean, I don't like that, that he can that target it, other people's strongholds. That's bad. Can't. No, it's yours. Can't. Only your stronghold. Uh, yeah. No, no, yeah. That. 
Uh, oh yes. man, that would be amazing. Oh, no, no, yeah, okay. that's what he told Mike. That's what oh. Mike first saw it and told me about it at, at Gen Con, and I'm like, oh my god, that I, I is miss, the I miss dumbest the your, card ever. I miss yeah, your, your stronghold. But, but the fact okay. that it's your stronghold lets you bow it's your five gold producing Yasuki yeah. palaces and pay for his draw a card and then straighten it. So, yeah, that's, why, I mean, that's why I say he says limited draw a card, and then he either gives you the option of messing with their economy or dishonoring their gods. And there are ways you can expand him to make him do more than that, or right. do different things with the money. But at the very least, he does that. And that's extremely strong. Not that there isn't lots of extremely strong stuff, but I, I don't like the possibility of shutting down the six gold holdings of an opponent who goes after you. Yeah, no, that's, yeah. The other personality that they got was Yasuki Baiko, who lets you pay two gold to take the Imperial Favor as an open, and lets you discard the Imperial Favor and make somebody lose an honor. And I know that deck's got money, but I'm not that impressed by him. Discarding the Imperial Favor is going to be a real problem for him, I think. Even with... The, well, you can um, only get it so many times, and the, yeah. and the ability is uh, it's just to make them lose an honor. Oh, pay two gold, take the Imperial Favor. Yeah, you know, yeah. he takes the favor. I don't mean, that's not bad for messing with other honor decks, though. Yeah, well, for messing with honor decks, I mean, a lot of times dazzling attire does that too, and for free. Well, right, but I mean, you get a couple of him out, and you just interfere. He, they don't get to use it as often. Yeah, yeah. And you actually do have the imperial favor unless you force them to take it back. Right. Well, and to me, it's more with her. I get more uses of the imperial favor, and oh, hey, if I've got more imperial favor than I have uses, I can start dinging you for some honor. I, I don't. Yeah, that, that's how I look at it, rather than, oh, now I have to pay two gold to use her, use the ability. If I had a use, yeah, she could together. just be a little favor monkery thing. But yeah. now, on the other hand, on the fate side, I didn't feel like they got quite as much. They got like, what the incriminating testimony, I guess, because that doesn't care about you being dishonored. Because they're much less about. Well, he actually cares about you being dishonorable too, and I feel yeah. like they care less about you being dishonorable. Then, well, well, a lot of times they'll tend to splash the scorpions that do care. Yeah. But they usually have other ways of making you dishonorable. A lot of times it's the scorpions that they splash. So it feels like they... Sujikin is, is stupendous, but he's still one card. Right. And and even if the new non-unique is okay, it's not... That doesn't seem like a big pick-me-up. And that's, that's a deck that's been flirting with being good. Right. And this doesn't seem like it would take them above flirting with being good. You can make the cut with this, but doesn't seem like it's going to win. But, Crab, it still feels like the big guys, more Berserker focused out of the Berserker deck, or stuff out of the Scout deck, or Blitzy stuff, it still seems like there's room to play and do really well with all of that. It feels like Crab will still be in a good position. Come Seeds. Yes. Yep. Ooh, ooh, only one more set of cards with colored borders. Okay, Unicorn. We'll start with the generic Stable Master first. Open, bow him to straighten a Stables or Cavalry card. Do we have any use for this? I feel like never on this universe. That drink right there, it's, you know, eventually might be cold enough to get sweat, so if you want to put that under there to protect Jay's table. (laughs) Okay, so here in Ori, mm, no good. There's Shugenja, who... I think have vanished off the map again. I know they had a little bit when I thought they weren't, but you've got Motomiyu, so you've got a Conqueror. And that's really their thing. Now you've got a guy who's got Conqueror. So I guess you can throw him in and, hey, that's not going to make a difference. I mean, if, hey, if there's a family who does nothing else at all for you... Conqueror doesn't suck. Oh, no, I'm not saying that. If, I'm just... if, if there was a family that you were going to give Conqueror that was outside of Scorpion... No. Uh, outside of Spider, I feel like Moto is the correct choice. Right, yes. Thematically. I mean, yeah. Yeah, uh, as we've mentioned before, randomly slapping Conqueror on one guy in a clan is not horrible. I'm just saying that I think that alone is not enough to carry him. Yeah. The unicorn tactician me for the set is four fours, eight gold. And he has a spyglass. Guy. Well, yeah, he he lets you, you bow him from home and make somebody else four fours. Hooray. I feel like no. 
I've got so many better options to do with my stuff at home already, or cheaper options, or... Well, I, 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 I don't get the, their tactician deck. I mean, like, since the boost isn't a, a tactical action with the original box, he can use him use his tactical to draw a card and true. then boost somebody in the battle. Yeah, yeah. So for that specific stronghold, I could see using him. That but, really terrible tactician. It makes you use both uh, both of your people, uh, both tactical actions. You could totally yeah. use him because you're not wasting anything there. <laughs> well, you know he's better than that. Yes. And then the crossover of the bad tactician and the bad commander is, <laughs> well, no, no, is Moto Taigo, who is not bad. See, just because he's... bad plus bad didn't equal good. Well, I didn't say it was in bad this, plus bad. Case. I said it's, it's the intersection. It's oh, totally okay. different. It's so a Venn diagram. <laughs> yeah. And this is the non-crap is right, in this middle it's section. Speaking of conqueror, he has conqueror. Because why not? He can perform up to three tactical actions per turn. Hilarious. Well, that's because his... Well, I don't know know. why. His battle action is tactical battle. So, bow an enemy personality and destroy a card without attachment to the enemy personality is infantry. I think it's because he trained with Kaneka. I remember that guy. That that card was amazing. Yeah. I can perform any number of tactical actions a turn. Oh, oh, that's what you're referring to. But he had had, had two... um, he had two tactical abilities, yes. Yeah, oh, I completely forgot that they were tactical abilities. They were just ridiculous. Yeah, he had two two ridiculous abilities that were both tactical. Because <laughs> he could perform any of Right. What did so matter? This... I played him in, like, some mid-range dragon right. House of Dow deck. I like this guy. I do, too. I, I... You should. This guy is stupid. I mean, the the unicorn a... just have been like, loaded up with, like, I'm a premier personality who but has to be awesome. Why those when they have Oni, which is what they are playing? <laughs> Yeah, and I just think that's a cool thing. I thought it was cool with Kanaka. I think it's cool with this guy of, I have tactical, my ability is tactical, but that doesn't hinder me. It only hinders someone who tries to steal it. Not that the current environment has a lot of that, but still. Yes. The actual dedicated commander slot is the unicorn's brash guy. <laughs> who is a 4-4 four for 7, so he's basically not getting a discount on his cost at all, no. and then can straighten a follower as a battle open act. <laughs> I, I like how this is at Am least... Let me take an additional action. <laughs> yeah. Okay, I was not actively counting, but I like how this is at least the third brash guy that I wouldn't play, <laughs> even if... Th- that's going to the bad theme of the deck, too, for that extra screw you to the faction. Well, what, what's also he's particularly not- great is that he's got his wrong foot in the wrong saddle. <laughs> in the wrong... Well, he's climbing the horse like a ladder. <laughs> <laughs> he's just gonna jump over it. Exactly. Oh, yeah, yeah, he does, yes. He's, he's, he's got the he's got yes, the right foot to, in the left. If you are mounting the horse from the horse's left, you need to put your left foot into the stirrup and then swing your maybe, right maybe, leg over. Maybe he's just going to ride it backwards. Yeah, I was going to say, can we officially <laughs> nickname him Dudley? <laughs> <laughs> Shinjo do right. Yep. Uh, he kind of looks like he's got his foot stuck in there, like he's real, you know, because he's brash or whatever. And, and to go along, well, that's Falling why he's pointing. Himself. See, he's yeah. pointing at you with his sword. Brash equals pointing, pointing at you. Yep. And then to go along with the bad commander, we've got the bad cavalry follower. See, this is the this is bad plus bad equals terrible. Horseback <laughs> warriors, which also is a stupendously bland card title. It's four four for seven and has what a melee four or five if the target's infantry or something like that. So with an honor requirement, <laughs> look, with, look, the two. with the two honor. Look, Chris, all the good uh, adjectives... Look, look, they can't let have... the spider have that card. It wouldn't break the game. Look, Chris, on, on the blandness well, of the name... The spider have the one box that... It... Oh, that's true. <laughs> on the blandness of the name, all the good adjectives have already been associated with existent smiths, so they can't they, they can't just reuse them. The smith made these horses like Jay none is other. very fond of, if you've seen Exquisite Blade, the yes. uh, there's actual flavor text on the card. It's basically like, we're running out of things to call these weapons. Yes. <laughs> it's not as bad as, like, the spider can say, but that, pretty, follower, pretty that follower is just not even vaguely up to par nope. with what other atta- with what attachments do in no, this environment. No. No, I mean, this is one of those would have been mediocre a few arcs ago. This card 
would be bad that at the been start. Good at some other uh, no, this would be bad at the start of this arc. Like you wouldn't have played that out of Emperor Edition. I don't no. think because you got Stalking Tiger and didn't see play. No, can't I just play Sarushi Daikyu <laughs> in my deck? Why do I need to play with that? <laughs> yeah, I. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, there are a couple of cards for like, why this? Why did you print? And I don't know if they were sitting there and playtesting, and they thought that, hey, commanders are actually good now. I don't know how that's possible. <laughs> Let's see. On the Paragon side, kind of like with the Lion Paragon, you've got the honor dedicated. She's got Shimate keep text on her. This is Utako Chikako. <laughs> so I didn't. I don't make up the names. <laughs> Although I do butcher the pronunciation. She gives you the whole you get to ignore the zero maximum personal honor of zero thing. But then, yeah, and then her ability is where it's like gain two honor, you can't attack. So she's really about playing the honor-focused battle maiden deck. Take a couple of provinces, get a big pile of honor, sit back, I think. Or, well, yeah. Also, she just assists you in switch. Even if you're not completely focused on it. I don't know. I guess you would really, that is the, the deck she would be for. I was thinking, you know, well, she does help if your main idea is to attack, but then you're like, okay, now yeah, I'm good I mean, enough. I guess, it, or just if you're playing a pure battle mains deck, it's, ex- except for the unicorn, and I, I guess she, she is something different than at least, because most of the unicorn decks I see these days are non-thematic mishmashes, or really for the entire arc. It's been a while since I've seen it all uh, straight up battle main deck, and she really wants to be in a pretty much straight-up battle main deck that is really willing to set space aside for that honor I, game. I don't, I don't think she sees play, though, just because, honestly, three personal honors not great out of that deck. Like, it really wants to see four. Yeah. I think she sees play if you want to make that deck. I just don't think people is are that bringing deck that deck out. Play. Yeah. Yeah. I don't, I, I've, saw, I've seen that deck. It's okay. If you were making a battle maiden switch deck, I think her ability is going to make up for the because the whole point with that deck is that you try to take a couple provinces unopposed. Right. And right. Then, and, then... and then she's just sitting back. So the honor gain is much more valuable than having a battle action. And she can't use the battle actions as effectively, but you just buy somebody other than, other than whole for her for full. I mean, having right, and, having uh, one guy who's a three doesn't actually affect well, the her ability to gain honor at all. Above box honor. Well, but again, she's a mid to late game personality for that deck anyway. Right, but if she flips up early in yeah. Mm. And the last card I have here, because it really should have probably been somewhere else, but I forgot to stick it in somewhere. But So we've got the Bushido Virtue of Virtuous Charity, as opposed to the ignoble charity that we uh, so often are here about. Yeah, but it's that, a Bush- that type gives you followers. It's a This Bush- type gives you honor. It's a Bushido Virtue that does not require a samurai, or even a personality. So it, it's very weird. You play it on your opponent's turn, you and they get to have a bidding war. Whoever wins the bidding war gains some honor. So, as Jay has uh, ably noted in our off-mic discussions, the absolute best time to play this is if you're an honor deck and going second, and yes. you play it on your opponent's first turn, they can't possibly bid on it, which lets you just gain four off of it. Right. You, you pretty much at that point go, give me four honor or give me this game. Okay. <laughs> or, or scoop the <laughs> your game because you just gave me a time uh, I find the art for this card very odd because it looks like a crane outbidding another crane. Well, just, you know, you guys are very virtuous. Yeah, well, you are. Sometimes you're playing a mirror match. No, we're very charitable. Or should Actually, have the money to be charitable. It was, uh, compa- or did the man just take it all already? Compassion supposed to be the uh, crane virtue. I don't know. I I thought it was courtesy. <laughs> I thought that was also. Oh no. <laughs> Half of them are the crane virtues. Remember? Yeah. Yeah, the- no, no, you're right. Specifically you're right. supposed to be compassion. In, this belongs in unicorn. Their compassion. Oh no, you're right. You're right. You're right. I'm not sure. Speaking of the art, if they're supposed to be helping a drunk guy or a zombie, could go either way, really. Dip. There are probably some plague zombies like hanging zombie. around in yeah. crane lands, right? Hey, have some rice, zombie. We, we, know <laughs> we know there's a bunch of them in lion lands, because they... Uh, they couldn't be bothered, yeah. Yeah. They're trying probably to show off. supposed to be a drunk guy, yeah. But, so, you want to play an honor deck, and your best shot is you're playing it when you're going second, so right. yes, I Katsuni mean, the- gets the best use out of that aspect of it. Right. So, I mean, as I was saying off-air, I think the two main places you want to play it are their first turn if they're going first. Because, again, as we've just said, it's give me four honor or give me this game. 
The second place you want to play it is you're doing badly. You're only at like 36 to 38 honor, but you're down to a province or two. It's their turn. Because you're down to a province or two, you've probably got tons of gold laying around. You use this to say, expend a whole lot of your gold or I get to cross now. Yeah, your ideal play opposing military deck is to go straight to Dynasty, buy a bunch of stuff, and then leave me sitting there at 38. Right. And now I'm going to force you to either attack me now, either let me cross, and therefore have to attack me now, or use up a bunch of your gold so you can't really get a lot of bang out of this extra turn you're milking. Right, exactly. Both of those seem too narrow to justify playing. Right, that's what I was going to say, is I don't know... I mean, it's... Kitsuki almost has to have it because they get the most bang for their buck for that first option. Kitsune. Kitsune. Yes. There are so many Kitsu families. Kitsu, Kitsuki, Kitsune. Right. There must be a lot of inbreeding. (laughs) (laughs) Right. Kitsune, I I feel, are the most wanting to play this. I don't know that anyone else really wants to play play the card just for that last turn opportunity of shortening the last turn. But I almost feel like Kitsu maybe almost has to play it just for the, you're playing Honor 2, let's get me some out of this hole. First turn. So I don't know. We'll we'll see if it actually gets slotted in, but that's where I see I it getting the most play. I don't think we'll see any play. Neither do I. And neither does Jay. Well, well, <laughs> well just, just, just because I don't think that deck's going to do... And I don't think it's going to do well enough. I don't that that, Kit, that Kitsu in general. Yeah, yeah. Kitsuni. Sorry, Kitsuni in general. <laughs> so Unicorn have been doing really well, but then they didn't win anything. And uh, I have no idea what hodgepodge the Unicorn yeah. are going to throw next into their random Phoenix Oni cavalry non-human <laughs> mishmash thing out of. Temple of Journey's End tacticians. I, God, I don't even know. <laughs> yeah, who knows? I'm sure someone will throw these cards at the wall and some of them will stick. Once more into the breach, dear friends. We've got the final handful, couple, really only the three, maybe four, maybe 30. <laughs> <laughs> cards uh, somebody uh, needs to pay more attention to their son's counting lessons <laughs> uh, let's see it's more than this many in the Jigokus were there did I miss the Oni in this set because all I can find is this lousy plague shoe genja he got repossessed he's cheap but what do I want this for is there something I want this well, for in these we, decks we, we conquered the ivory kingdoms and all I got was this stupid Shugenja. he's like the t-shirt I don't know we talked about Temple to Fudo. There's Master of Beasts. I guess you can have the Shugen just sit at home with his spell and straighten two of your Oni. I haven't really seen a lot of... I guess the only time I've seen mixed Oni and Shugenja decks is if you're playing Crony. Yeah. Which, oh, well, so, I mean, I think that spell might but, end up in, but then, I don't really then, I don't think the Chuda. The non-human... Um, the, the TFT Naga deck that I saw. I can't remember if it was TFT or Unicorn. It, it ran the new the the new Shalasar or whatever, and that gets a a little boost from the not a Naga. But that's still not that's still not going to run that guy. Yeah, not that guy. But the spell could be yeah, because I think the spell is just non-human, right? Not Shadowlands. The other thing you have for non-humans is Blades of the Black Dragon, which I'm not too enthused about it for Kensei. Other people are, but it's for your non-humans. It's like battle range nine, ten. 15, whatever. For a Kensei, you have to bow your guy for a range 15, which in the past was worth it. Right, but not so much anymore. There are going to be times where that's a nice ability. I just don't know how often those times <laughs> you, you are can, going to be. You can do again! Straighten him and bow him again. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I could. Yes, I could. And then I can straighten him with Serenity in Air. Ha 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 ha. But Fudo Temple, in addition to, I guess, being a, as Jay mentioned, in addition to potentially being a TFT card, could also just be a Fudo card for Mukadori, the Fudo Sensei. About three of your Fudo cards to draw a card. So it's like you can, he turns Temple the Fudo into a one of them's the traveling peddler, basically, because yeah. you have to spend six gold, which is in well, traveling peddlers usually about five. Two of them and him. 
Or you can, I mean, there's plenty of wandering photos. If you've got an uncharged Fudo, you can bow it too. Yeah, and the other Fudo cards, I think there's two Fudo personalities in here. Haruma Sawai, the scout we thought was not good, and then the really cheap Scorpion uh, overconfident quarter. Apparently, it helps to be overconfident and brash if you want to uh, be a follower Fudo. Uh, yeah, I think it's the other way around. Yeah, Those people are easier to get to. Wait, I, I'm, I'm confused. Correct me, because I'm probably wrong, but I thought Fudo was supposed to have been Fu Leng. No. No. Oh, okay. No. no. The oh god, I'm blanking on his monks. The 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 monk guy who zapped Shadowlands guys. That was Fu Lang. But that Fu-Lang. had nothing to do okay. with yeah. That had nothing to do with Fudo. I know. There we go. So, so they still haven't resolved Fudo as to what. No, he was just a. Uh... Well, they've sort of the, the the what we've seen of Fudo in some time in the past. Fudo was, I guess, a monk who spread these teachings and got thrown out of the Brotherhood for being and was really hungry. Heretical. But obviously there's something else going on with Fudo with the whole, like, I have all these artifact pieces that combine to make him, so I yeah. don't really... I don't so know Fudo if, is... I don't know if that is ever going to exist Rukhanese, outside the CCG. Rukhanese, whatever. Voltron. Yes. Voltron, yeah. Yeah. Well, he was well, last arc. Why now, would you beat me to it? Now he's been powered down and has to charge back up. But that's also only something that exists in the CCG, so I, I don't know if there's ever going to be like, oh, here's this lifelike Fudo statue in the... So far in the story, it's just been a philosophy. For example, we've seen like, oh, yeah, you should do what you want. Totally kill your boss and take his job. That would absolutely be the virtuous thing to do. That That's what Shinsei would want, right? It says, if you see Shinsei on the road, kill him. Well, if you can kill Shinsei, surely you're allowed to just kill anyone else. Right. I mean, why not? You would be denying Dumb. yourself enlightenment if you didn't. Right, yes. And that's why you keep seeing them with the bracers, WWSD. <laughs> on the enlightenment ringy front you've got turning away which is a really bad ring of earth am i look at that jay am i reading that card wrong is that yeah it turns any of your rings into ring of earth just just like we have cards that turn any of your rings into ring of void that are good this turns any of your rings into ring of earth which is not so good and then you've got Step Through the Void, which I... You can I, also I, avoid dying. Which I, I think I put in here, it's Step Through the Void lets you take and the go. guy and unsummon your personality and then have him, or have him go, he gets exiled and then he comes back with well, all his Blink attachments. Blink is great in magic, what are you talking about? <laughs> no, but it, this ignores all coming into play things. So I'm, I put in Enlightenment because it's really weird in a spell. But, can you think of any use for this card? You, you like weird if, cards. If, if, <laughs> give it to Jay, if, he'll play anything. <laughs> <laughs> he likes weird it's, cards. Yeah, I, I do like weird cards. It's not that <laughs> I just dislike it. It's just, it's so situational. This is the abort button. This is, okay, I'm losing this battle. Let's save my cool unit. I mean, that to my mind is what you want to use this for. So we no play this. Okay. Yeah. There we go. If you want another port, you've got Second City Port now, which you can also bow it to straighten a bigger port. I mean, I suppose if you're looking to enhance that. I've actually seen people play that now, so I suppose you could Which? throw it in there. Second city port. You know, you I, could, I really I, want to I, straighten I really your colonial wanna, harbor. And I, then, I prefer their dojos. Going to try to build this gold scheme. It probably will not work, but yeah. I really want to. Cause. Uh, we've got Nakamahatsu. Oh, he probably should have just been in Enlightenment, huh? He's got limited fetch a ring. Or any of your spells, or Kiho, or many of your Kiho, so that's really good for Enlightenment. There was a reasonable chance you were playing with Mahatsu in your deck anyway, and he can overlay. <laughs> yes. He gets to overlay on a guy. He's cost 12, and he gets to overlay on a guy who costs 3. It's really good, which yeah. is, makes sense, because, you know, he's the grandmaster right. of the elements. I mean, I totally hadn't thought of the rig fetch potential on him. I'm a lot more impressed with him now. He's also weird. I'm going to, if you want to, to find an example of the sort of tidbits that you'll get in, in the Second City role-playing thing, there's actually a write-up of him. So basically... He's in Rokugan. He's a Chud Shugenja, right? Which is what we see. He well, never that's does what any keeps well. happening with the Nakas for some reason. Well, he gets shipped off to the Ivory Kingdoms, and all of a sudden in the Ivory Kingdoms, he can do magic real well. In fact, to the point where he's kind of hidden. He's hidden from other people how much better he is in the Ivory Kingdoms. Because it's very suspicious when you go off to the foreign land. All of a sudden, oh, your magic yeah, gets better. Yeah. That's not the sort of thing that sits too well with Mokugani. Right. 
But I thought that was an interesting touch. So there's your uh, tidbit. Go buy it. You've been wanting to find out what the heck has happened in the second city for the last 25 years anyway, right? Other than yes. building vast metropolises within, or a vast metropolis within 25 years. Metropoli. They need to be singular anyway. <laughs> Metropolises? I don't That's know. What? Is it Greek or Latin root? It's. Ah, I don't know. Doesn't have the U.S. the the I right. plural is U.S. and Metropolis ends with the I I-S. Dumb. So <laughs> that is correct. <laughs> I will not dispute that. On the random bad attachment front, we've got unparalleled sword, which people seem way too pumped about. Remember how we thought the horseback warriors was bad? It's horseback warriors, except it makes your guy a kensei, On which people were way too enthused about. Well, there's no honor requirement, and it's got a four focus. Yeah, no, it's terrible. <laughs> yeah. Well, it gives you a plus one chi as well, yeah. right? Yes. I can have two unparalleled swords, yes. yeah. and then I can hold them, but they'll never quite be next to each other. <laughs> uh, yes. They'll always touch eventually. Exactly. Curse those unparalleled swords. Light armor. Mm, three force for two. Yeah, that's still bad. Yeah. Oh, your Roy troops. It's a seven force for nine with an honor requirement, but your opponent has a hard time targeting it. Why your opponent feels the obligation to go after it. I guess it does have seven to four, so they have to deal with it eventually, but it doesn't do anything, so it's pretty low on the priority list. Yeah. I mean, that's, since they that's can at just least... destroy your personality or send him home. I someone or... dumb running this and then uh, trying to negate me killing their unit by saying, I react with this. Okay, well, your guy is still dead. Right. Yes, and it's the rule book that the and then the rule book makes it go to the discard. floats there in space no, until it goes away. Yeah, the rule book throws <laughs> it in the discard pile. And then because he has to do with followers, we've got the sense, Sensei Zansho. So I guess if you're playing with followers, all of your followers have plus one force or a force bonus equal to their honor requirement, whichever is less. So if you're actually playing a follower deck, yeah, and he's not a guy where you need to have built around him to make him work. Right. The, the biggest thing to me is that he's got a three personal honor requirement. He does have a three honor requirement. Well, I mean, remember, part, I mean, part of his ability is giving a force bonus to... Sure, he's obviously an honorable guy. Yeah. But, so, yeah, Spider Commander's right out. And Unicorn Commander's, he doesn't have cavalry. cavalry. But yeah, but I'm you, just saying. You, so Unicorn Commander, buy played. him a cinnamon home. Put him in your, your, your deck with your grateful rewards and natural aviaries. Make them all two force tokens. <laughs> I'm just saying, some of the sensei, like the Fudo sensei is, the Fudo sensei is completely useless. That guy at least has some theoretical Don't use. use. Yeah. I think he has about as much theoretical use as the Fudo Sensei. <laughs> I just have to get out two other cards with specific keywords. We well, have to get out followers. I mean, followers is a much broader category than Fudo cards. Well, you could, run, Fudo you could cards run them in Crane Defense. My zero, my uh, zero got gold cost guys that can't attack are now six force. Chris, I feel like the Fudo cards are getting more play than the followers right now. <laughs> uh, let's see what I've got in the random defensive deck pile. Uh, turning the story, I think we've talked about that. Imperial yes. Protection is the one that we mentioned earlier. I was wrong. It's it's not plus one strength for each dishonorable personality attacking it. It's plus two. And you can make your opponent lose a bunch of honor if they attack with a guy. You'd probably rather just have Veiled Menace, but then this does work on a guy who's who's still honorable. Imperial production seems really good for a Dishonor deck. Yes. Now that I probably should have just thrown that in with the Scorpion. My Lord's Favor doesn't seem good in anything. Um, no. Or shield formation, or defensive blockade, or, I mean, I could go on and on. I'm telling you, we should just have the crap segment where we go, this name the, the card segment. crap, name the card crap. Yeah, he's being, being a little too formal about it. <laughs> <laughs> I just want... Uh, shield formation, crap. Defensive blockade, crap. My lord's favorite, crap. Done. What about fair warning? This does not seem like uh, junk, but it does not seem I, good. I enough. actually was thinking about putting like, if I were, I was thinking, okay, if I still thought crane dueling was viable, would I put this in it? It's well, it's what open. You maybe gain two honor. Well, but it's also as a focus effect, give somebody negative four force. Yeah, well, that doesn't matter. No. As you were pointing out, it it probably doesn't make the cut, but it, no. it's not. A, it, it should not be a terrible card. Exchange of letters does not seem like it can justify it costing gold. Yeah, and say, no. if it didn't have the one gold cost, it would be awesome. Like, but yeah, that open, one... turn off your guy, turn off your guy. This action phase uh, on exchange of letters. Maybe if uh, Mantis were significantly concerned about dishonor, 
I could see it slotting in, but no. Death to the Kyo, I have not, I have not seen in anywhere, but it seems really borderline. I mean, it, yeah. it's sort of like when you look at that versus fortifications, it's dynasty card slot, everything's plus one fours. Fade card slot, everything's plus one fours. I don't know. So I, I think there's some possibility yeah. for that, although I haven't really seen it get in. In that I have stuff a that's billion problem strength deck, yeah. Let's see. Since here, I'll, I'll let you. What, what, what was your? What's your brilliant insight into unexpected obstacle? Oh, it's a powerhouse! It's a powerhouse! Uh, this was so strong, I actually cut it from my sealed deck <laughs> during the pre-release. <laughs> That's how good I think of it. At least it's got a four focus value. But of course, the most important thing is that when I look at this card, apparently. You don't expect it. No, 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 no. They, I correct Spanish me if Inquisition? I'm correct me if I'm wrong, but this is the tactical acumen of, I believe, the Ewoks. <laughs> <laughs> Star Wars St- Seven, yes. baby. Star Wars Seven. Oh, it's funny because it's true. Yes, I know it's silly because it's so far away, and who knows it'll be any good. But I saw that. And I saw they were gonna have like, I am totally taking Benjamin to see a Star Wars movie in 2015. Yep. Oh yes. Yes. Yep. <laughs> Hopefully he won't think Star Wars is dumb. Well, did you see <laughs> who's cry. rumored to be writing it? Is the guy who did Toy Story three and Little Miss Sunshine? Every, uh, but there's lots of well, rumors. Damon Lindelof and a couple other writers that I know that are really good. Are like oh, Joe Hill, who's the son of um, Stephen King. He's he's also really good. They're like you could not find a better guy to write this movie. So we're in good hands. Uh, Hopefully, uh, if it's it's right. Sound of the Retreat. You know, having repeat run home is not, is actually not bad, but I cannot see Sound of the Retreat beating out Serenity in air. No. No. Good lord, no. Vengeful Dismissal seems like, you know, battle, choose your performing unbound personality and send an enemy personality with lower chi home. I don't know if this would get played if it just said, like, if you, when you print cards that just say battle, send an enemy unit home, that is not good enough to get played. And now you're putting restrictions on it, and you're got you have to have a guy who's unbound, and there's a cheat comparison. Are you kidding me? I guess you have to. You can only print so many cards that are actually playable in a set. But yeah, that's awful. Oh, wait, wait. The arrow's eye. Should I put this in the meta because it's anti-follower meta? Apparently, <laughs> it's range three with plus one for every follower in the target's unit. What in Hades? You I should put that in the compost pile. <laughs> Things might grow. <laughs> Uh, now there's two other ones that have more potential. There's Determined Challenge, so everybody gets Harpoon now. Yep. Hooray! No one's gonna play. Nice, nice to have in the environment. I haven't really seen anyone bothering with that. But well, because Harpoon's not good unless you get another action on after it. Yeah, they just run home or do whatever. And then there's Learning. I've seen a lot of discussion of Learning. Basically, I get to play whatever the best card in your discard pile is. Yeah. Downsides seems worthless against honor mostly decks. worth against against honor and dishonor not it, necessarily it, but it also doesn't uh doesn't help if you're playing like an honor deck against something that um is going to check a stat typically it's yes, not good to steal stuff you, from the berserker deck yeah this yeah. doesn't give you base seven force and that's not even just an honor deck if you're anything but that other deck right, but there's right, still right. an awful lot of just I'm playing your really good action. The downside is that right away it doesn't do anything. It doesn't do anything until they've played their cast aside the week. My biggest thing is if I'm trying to copy something of yours, unless that ability is just absolutely phenomenal, is just entirely too dependent on you playing yeah, something. Yeah, can't I, I need. just play? It? Yeah, there's there's plenty of good actions. Yeah, I don't think it's worth playing. I could see I don't think somebody testing printing. out and do that. Well, no. I, what's wrong with? I mean, that's an interesting card. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's not like. Man. The Ewok card, where you're just like, what? What? No, this is atrocious. Let's see, meta cards. This is the last stack that's likely to have anything uh, good, although this prop one here probably isn't. Hey, no, Sticks I see Mining stones. Operators on the top of the other one, so I agree completely. <laughs> Sticks and coming st- on, he's coming up. Sticks and Stones, that's... I guess the, Ak- the Akuma's power is in the other stack, because that's not a meta card. Sticks and Stones, I, I think this card is funny. I like it. I kind of want to put it in uh, Phoenix, because I, f- I feel like T.O.P. could, you know, use my box on your 5-Force guy. <laughs> Heck, not even your 5-Force guy. They just, you use your box on their guy who's who's even 4, and they, because yeah. sometimes you assign zeros because, well, I've got a battle ability. I mean, that could be, because it, and you get, because you get to draw a card if you blow something up, and if you use it to pick off 
Grateful Reward or Natural Aviary tokens, you get to take an additional battle action, too. Yes. I don't know that this actually goes in, but it may, because it does not gain honor, and like it doesn't remove your presence, I don't see it actually getting a TOP, but it's ooh, maybe the a TOP, TOP military deck. Yeah, TOP military. <laughs> the TOP enlightenment. Hey, oh yes, TOP. it's card draw. Right? Exactly. TOP. Card it's draw and card possibly draw. an additional action. Right, potentially an additional action, and if nothing else, it's still a battle action you can take unopposed. So yes. for those at home, you didn't see uh, Jay and Chris pointing at it to each other at the same time, <laughs> saying, "We could do TOP military enlightenment." God, <laughs> son of a. It's only okay for TOP honor, but TOP honor military or TOP enlightened. Well, you might have yes. How many decks can you play out of Temple of Persistence? Anything in the world. Maybe maybe you could do one that does everything. This could be Australia. Okay, so it's not great in TOP. The walls fall. Claiming the throne. Claiming the throne. Your Tomo sends it could be okay with. Probably doesn't ultimately actually get in anything, but it's a cute little card. I like it. Yeah, it yeah. sticks and stones. That's funny, and it's. I I'd also like it as a as much a, better Ewok technology. As a little, as a little go- <laughs> well, I also like it as the as the little goofy meta because there's so many One Force follower tokens running around. Yes. Oh uh, yes. Testimony that is not worth it. Rehonor or dishonor a guy, but that's it. If if no. they hadn't given us the hey your magistrate dishonor too, I would be much more enthused about that because it's sometimes hard for my ma- for magistrates to hit dishonor. But, yeah, but if you fra- have to play with something that's just at, in this stage I, in this environment, if you have to play with something that's just that was just limited dishonor for a guy, that would not bode well. This, for no, that's, that's what this, I'm saying. Well, this, this earlier arc. I I would be much more injured. I might that might find a slot in my deck just because I am low on dishonor. Uh, th- At this point, I would much rather play the love to talk dis two. Yeah, sorry. Uh, th- um, this to me feels really weird because not only is it like limited, and you have to you me have a performing unbound personality. You have to have a higher base personality <laughs> than the target you're dishonoring or rehonoring. I mean, rehonoring, that's they got some flexibility to it, but that means you also have to be running people with different, like, that feels like almost it wants to be a crane card, but then it has a two-focus value. It kind of feels like it wants to be a kitsu card, so you can dishonor people. That doesn't really work because no. they only have, like, three. It doesn't work anywhere. Yeah, no. Well, here's another card that I... I cannot see it actually making in a deck, but hey, maybe Crab Berserker's... <laughs> Would like it enough? Aka Beko? Zero foot. type. <laughs> it's a, it's a little like idle cow or oh, something. Yeah, yeah. You just paint it gold and then people would freak out <laughs> at the card game. Uh, that's it, the one, that's the one when I'm opening pack, I'm like, oh crap. Well, but it, it's an attachment. It's free plus one force. And it gives you protection. And it, it shuts down a category of thing as long as it's not coming from Temple of, Pers- of Purity. <laughs> that is the thing that Temple of Purity is so good, but like anytime you're like, oh no, and I cannot meta against your stronghold because it has a built in, you cannot meta against me. Ha 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 ha. I laughed at you. Oh no, that doesn't do anything. No, yes it does because it stops you. Yes, you stop yeah. them from ever p- activating the ability. But I, yeah, I don't think that's actually going to get played, but it, it's a cute little cow. Yep. Key Uso, I'm pretty sure that's not going to get played, but I suppose if you absolutely positively have to get your political actions through to so all that no, it, negation, it play. it's terrible. I think this is an Indian game of snakes and ladders. Yes, I, I, I was highly amused when I realized Moksha, that it was snakes and ladders. Tom, I'm, so you've taken, oh, that's right, Mike right. has taken the card away, and now I can't remember. Is it Patam? 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 Yep. There you go. Uh, that's what? Honor meta, I guess? Right, because your guy gets bigger yeah. when they gain honor. Oh my god, it's two gold. Yes, it costs money. Jerk. That's really weird. <laughs> well, I mean, it's it's move your guy home, move a guy home. He can't move back. Then you lose an honor. So I guess you slid him down the ladder, or no, that, that's down the snake. I guess he went down the snake. Yes, you you lose an honor. You send their guy home, and he can't move back. Sending a guy home, and he can't move back. Is not a shabby repeat usability, but it's on something that costs two, two yeah. and is zero fours. And honestly, losing one honor can start to stack up. Well, uh, the losing the honor can start to stack up. Now, it's, if your opponent is gaining honor, this would actually yeah. be worth it because 
every time in action resolve that they gained honor. Yep. This guy is getting huge. Yeah, what's that, Mike? You're playing your honor rocket? Yeah. My dude's 50 force. <laughs> what are you going to do about it? Well, Heavily engaged. Him. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, that's part of the one of the things I'm, I'm hesitant about with the honor rocket. You're too big presenceless defense things. That deck is usually not going the province strength busting route, right. uh, strongly boosting route. You've got heavily engaged. There's so much straight right. or negation yes. or, oh, look, I played Serenity of Air. I laugh at your... And Flooded Pass, Flooded Pass in that context actually suffered from the fact that we've talked about terrains. I think you want to pack terrain meta. I don't yes. know how... Maybe, maybe the environment's going to shake out so that doesn't be the case. But if I was going right now, not knowing how the environment's going to shake out, I would really want terrain meta. Well... All of a sudden, I like br- that brawl in my Kensei deck much better than I used to. I mean, really, the, all that stuff is not there f- to stop the one province that you're taking. It's there to stop you from taking two or three provinces. Because the deck is going to go so fast. Really, what I want to do for defense is throw bodies in front of you and do desperate mediation. I want to desperately mediate and or Wall of Honor, because that hopefully stops you and gains me honor. Right. Yes. Which and then I, your I, other guy, I like and removes my presence. And, and then at the other thing, you know, I flooded past... You know, boost whatever I bow you. I straighten, I bow you. Okay, I can't straighten. The thing with the flooded pass and the splitting is that if they've got the meta for flooded pass, it doesn't really matter what your purpose is. Right. They have no other use for something like brawl against your deck. You're going to play whatever your terrain is in you. It's just that I'll have more stuff than they do. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. When you build that, you sort of got actions that remove my presence and gain me honor and that stuff just gains me honor in the open and then I get to what I feel like are the second tier cards which are battle actions that are presenceless but I don't gain honor so I'm not as enthused about them battle actions that gain me honor and are like uh, dismissing the currents like well that's a good action but oh I have to leave my presence there well that's uh, there's, there's there's a lot of options for yeah. that card I mean I could easily put a Put a 55 card deck of cards that I would not really mind having in that. I yeah. won't because that would make me a bad player, yep. but do it anyway. a worse player. That, well, that's not what's making you a bad player, Chris. Yes. Uh, <laughs> there may be other things that are making me a bad player. Now, a meta card that actually will get played, I think, is Brotherhood Schism. Is another way to stop events. And it's Enlightenment Blitz meta, too. Yeah. So, I mean, both of its functions are meta. Yeah. But it seems like one or two of could potentially. Since my clan is the one, my clan can't play, isn't playing the Enlightenment deck anyway. I wish that the open was a reaction. I mean, I guess you can play it as an open when you, like, you know they're going to go. I guess they play their Ring of the Void and then you're like, well, I think he's going to attack and be able to play a battle ring. So I'll go ahead and play this. But if he just goes into battle and then he drops three rings. You're right. like, oh, I guess this was the turn I should have played that. How right. was I supposed to, you know, you may have the meta card in your hand and not know when the right turn is to play it. Right. Because you, there's no way to get it down in the battle once they've started dropping rings. Yeah. I, I kind of wish that was stronger ending up how I... Yeah, but at the same time, if it were, if you were, it, well, if you were able to play net. in the battle, it would just be so much stronger meta in that you go... Oh, okay. So you earlier dropped void in your action phase. You're now attacking me. You've played three battle actions. Nope. Well, but if it was a reaction, you could have it be something like react to your opponent putting a ring into play. Yeah. Okay. That's true. They Uh, can't play anymore. You could still mess them up if they're going for something for battle strategies to drop water and void, or you know, there's something that there's stuff you could do to mess them. I don't know. And it's weird that I'm actually sitting here thinking that there needs to be stronger meta against Enlightenment, which usually (laughs) I'm not. You've got Incredible Tragedy for shutting down Cavalry if you want to. I don't think that's going to get played, but I guess it's handy to have it out there. Dark Experiments, Destroy Regions, and Mess with Holdings that are in... I don't see how that could get played, but it would be pretty annoying if in you're going sealed. It was yeah, that card was awesome and sealed. I also would not be surprised to see Yusuke Palaces play it, just because they like it screwing with, with your, your opponent's gold. gold. Yeah. If you go first and you resolve this on turn one, there's the possibility that you end up getting to screw with your opponent's gold. I don't think that that's worth playing. You only get maybe five slots in a normal deck tops yeah, no. for your events, region, celestials. That's just not enough. 
No, yeah, again, Yusuke Palace is the only place I could see maybe playing it, and that's that's pushing it. That's, no. That's just if you're the, the jerk of your group and you really want to mess with well, their gold. But it also only does it if the holding comes out of that. It's. Yeah, I mean, yes. yeah, it, it could easily... If your opponent doesn't have regions in your deck, which they maybe have one region for most decks, maybe... Uh, like, oh, you have Second City and everything else? No, are you the Mantis deck? Yeah, that has a couple. Well, Kitsune has a couple. There, there, yeah, there's a, a couple play, laying but... around, but yeah, it's there's not a lot of call for meta. It's something that does not need a terrible lot of meta right now, and it's in a meta form that is unreliable for that sort right. of thing. So right. I don't... Even if I want region meta, That's again... That's what I'm going to do. much better. Yeah. <laughs> Incense Mill, on the other hand, is very playable meta. Yep. We've got Wide Valley. I saw a lot of chatter about this when it came out. It's too two sided. I for my I nobody can blow anything up. Uh enlightenment. Yeah, yeah. I desperately want to drop Earth. Yep. Uh, and then unsettling doubts. You can mess with all those people who are playing starting the path as an open. But then as the limited, it lets you refill it lets you refill your provinces from the bottom of your deck, which presumably consists of personalities that you border keeped away. Well, but you're just as likely to have given away like too many holdings or something. Well, yeah, because if you no. do it after your second hold, if you do it after well, if you've keep. done your second border keep, but I, don't, I think I don't think you're going to play unsettling doubts anyway. Anyways. But I think if you were going to play unsettling doubts, you're not playing unsettling doubts in a deck that's playing with border keep basic. You're playing Unsettling Doubts in a deck with Border Keep XP. Right. And then you're using Border Keep XP to send Unsettling Doubts to the bottom of your deck and draw a real fate card. <laughs> uh, <laughs> but yeah. This is Unsettling. Doop, doop. Draw. On your first turn, you could just use it to dig. Yeah. You're just digging off the bottom instead of the top. But I think the point of off the bottom is so that later in the game oh, you can... Oh, hey, first turn I had flipped my clan champion and my yeah. other really awesome guy. I had to border keep them to the bottom. And, because, yeah. you, and that. because you know that you're playing with unsettling doubts when you border keep, you can make sure that the guys... Normally, I'd be like, well, it, like it's never going to matter, but or I'll always be like, I put the personalities above the blank cards because I know I'm more likely to want the personality. Or this, if you're playing against the monks, or if you're playing against that one uh, Goju, hey, I can get my guy back and buy him. But yeah, I don't think that's going to go no. up. Okay, the last random pile, Mining Apparatus. Again, not not worth 10 gold. Pay, pay 10 gold, gain <clears> a province. Never seems to actually... Well, I think... Remember how you were talking with the Virtuous Courtesy? Oh, you've got a bunch of extra gold? I think that's the same kind of thing with that. Right. You play it, and then you blow up all your excess gold to gain a province near the end of the other game. But those cards just never end up being playable. Right, no, I, I have mean, not even seen this card. It's the first time me seeing that card. I would much rather play the virtuous charity of let's maybe end the game now than let's drag the game out some more of this mining apparatus. Yeah. Well, and I don't even but the, the, well, I mean, play the, the... The thing for Honor Decks 2 is that you really have to try and keep the game short. So giving yourself another province a lot of times does not give you well, that much more Giving time. yourself another province is really good for an honor deck, but it's all about the cost involved. I mean, there's right. a reason uh, that... Uh, oh, what was the, what well, was right, the, but, the but event that used to do honor it? De honor decks also aren't really... Especially Blitz decks are not really um, killing off their other people. So them having another turn and just having another target doesn't necessarily help you. Like a more mid-range, like the dueling deck that would actually potentially kill off some people might have a better chance with something like that. Out of my sight and courting trouble. We're done with those cards. Yes. Get them out of your sight. Sapun Nagi. You can't rely on him, so you're like playing a deck that has a bunch of, that has some out of clan magistrate and maybe you get to have them cheaper, but in the meantime, you've had to buy a magistrate that's worthless. Yeah. No well, good. I guess magistrate not so much, but there are a couple of like Phoenix and Crab Dishonor decks that are already bringing in out of clan scorpions because they're better. Are they magistrates? No, that's what I was about to say. Yeah. I don't, I think, now that I think about it, they're all courtiers. They're courtiers, yeah. yeah. So uh, no. The other unaligned guy is Tanamono. It gives non-Phoenix an access Boo. to Void. Well, it's a, that's a storyline thing. He got like cast out of the Phoenix or something for being a lousy Shugenjo, except... I don't know. So he's once he's one six, or he can be a six one for six. So that's solid force. If you want void, I don't think you'd have enough void to ever make it matter that he no. had void. 
if you're building a deck that wants to ran like if you have an unaligned deck or something that wants to randomly have Shugenja, maybe that Shadowlands thing we were talking about, he can turn himself into a guy with actual force instead of sitting at home. I don't think he's actually going to make it into something. You slap something, but... a little pearl of embers, you, you take province by himself. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Small Library is a card that I think in some other universe might... A- well, first of all, a holding that costs four gold and produces three should not be called Small Library. <laughs> no. If it says small, it should cost, like, one. Yeah. I, I don't know. I kind of now want a large library, either as a two-for-two two for the irony uh, uh, or as a diamond mine. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, this is another one that in, in an earlier arc would have been killer, but this arc just has such good quality holding. Yeah. That it's really hard to find yeah, room for. Maybe this goes back to the, the, the 10 range. I feel less like there's extra gold. Yeah. When you're playing an honor deck, because the games are, are moving faster and there's right. less controlling and more rockety. I, it feels more rare that, yeah, you get to that stage where you actually only have one province left and you've got a bunch of gold because you only have the one guy to buy out of that province. Frankly, it seems much, much, much more common to me that in this arc, when you're playing against an actual good honor deck, you have to be able to split and attack two provinces. Right. In well, there, also like, you, you don't just get to take one a turn, or else they've already won. Right. I and mean, also, it feels sometimes like the games are so so short that I'm down to one province, but I've only bought like three holdings. Yeah, you don't have the same time to right. to churn stuff out, and that's and that's what this is, right? You want to be able to like, oh, I'm down, I've got this in there, but now later on I can, and this could actually even not even just in our decks in military decks, if yeah. again, if you had more of a mid range slow battling it out, which doesn't seem. I think it would have been a staple to be in in other arcs. Right. Yeah, tested land. I guess could also tested land could it region attached to somebody else's. I think that would actually be better than dark than dark the dark fortune. experiments yeah. for the possibility of hosing your opponent's early gold. Yeah, I don't think it doesn't, it doesn't refill face up. No, no, I don't think it's worth playing for that. No, it no. does. But have, of the two, it is better. But it does have the possibility of, yeah, I, I take my turn one, I attach this to your province, and maybe I get lucky and your holdings keep trying to show up in that. Right. But I probably don't, and right. I've mostly just wasted space. But if you're space. playing that, you've probably already lost because you're a terrible player. Uh, really quick, going back to small library, that refill face-up is an ability you would often see in blitz decks. I mean, people or holdings, but right. at four co- cost, that's not happening. That's really, yeah. Yeah. No. It's... Oh. Jay, it's not an ability. It's a trait. trait. Learn My the rules. <laughs> How many times have you served as head judge at Cote now? Come on, man. No. I'll <laughs> judge your head. Yeah. <laughs> uh, just for that, guilty. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you wanted to talk about Akuma's Great power, justice. Mike. <laughs> uh, Akuma's power. Uh, I like this. I don't know if it'll ever see play. I like it. Make a Oni for blowing up somebody. Yeah. Okay. I, I like- the thing I like best out of that card is the uh the token. No, the token that it makes that says your name is mine. Yeah. Oh no, no, no! Uh, blowing up the province is not what I like. Oh, I was saying, I was saying, blow for blowing up a person. Then I realized you also have to blow up a province. Yes, it's Kuma. Yes, because it's a Kuma. I, I was not saying blow up a province. Oh. That was one of the upsides. Oh, the oh no, but no, but no, not upside. But no, my favorite thing is that is the fact that I like that the token is called oh, your, your name is mine. Yeah. Which is is cute. That's how Oni work. The the downside to it, I guess, is that really you would like somehow to be able to use the your name is mine token with I give you my name, except I give you my name just summons out an Oni. Yeah. Really, so what they need to do is go back in time and make the spell I give you my name create an <laughs> Oni token so then I can use this for it. Yeah. Alright. Uh, I, I, I just, uh, with the Oni token, I'm sad that they... Probably sensibly decided to zoom in on the Oni rather than Akuma. Yes, because it's an Oni token, yes. Right, no. uh, they correctly chose to... Yes, I just think that the Akuma is more interesting part of the art. Yeah. If you want to be anti-Shadowlands, you've As got the... As opposed to Uncle Shadowlands? Okesa Goma, a, a straw horse. Oh. Nah. It's an, it's an, I thought it's you just became Gungan. <laughs> <laughs> no. Uh... Nay. <laughs> you some people gonna die? Kick it Gungan style? 
Yeah. Oh, best stupid dance craze ever. Yes. But, uh, yeah, This since this uh, only sends home non-humans or Shadowlands personalities, no one's ever going to play with it, so that's no, awful. Yep. And here's another card that I think is really cute, the Hatogarama. What is with all the little random animals? We've got the, like, Wicker Duck and the Straw Horse and the Clay Cow. It's, uh, it's another little sub-theme to go along with the incense, I guess. But this is very weird. And this also, I saw somebody using this in draft to reduce your deck even further. It, <laughs> it, it, it makes your fate deck smaller. So right. your fate deck goes down to 37 cards instead of 40, but three, three of, of them, them are, are utter crap. Garbage, you're useless garbage. I almost feel like it could have at least caused zero, and then you could just raise yeah. it to throw his protection yeah. on somebody. I think that's interesting. I don't know how that would ever. And the very last card that I have, and if I've missed some card you like, well, too bad. Yep. Farmer's Market. The two for two holding that increases radishes. your hand side by one. I don't see how that ever gets played right. either. No, again, as I was saying with the small library. That, that was the it, one that makes the... Increase your hand size by yeah. one. In in old arcs, it would have slotted in it's easily. It's a market? Yeah. I guess that could go in the market scheme. Yeah. Uh, that, why that's, not? Uh, that's what I was thinking of, although I'm not saying that's good. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, again, just the the quality of holdings is so high right now that yeah. it's really hard to break in. No, but you know, it is it is another market. Yeah, yeah. another market port market port. If you have to use that scheme, yep. uh, or if you want to use that scheme, and it's a farm. If you want to use that scheme, not yep. that it interacts in any way with those. So, well, there's the one that can go blow up. Look for it. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> uh, that's all the cards. I think Hooray! we've done our general assessments. Also ask you, Jenna, if you have any final comments. Hint, the correct answer is no. I'm tired. Let's go home. So do you have any final comments? Uh, yes. Let me just read the terms and service agreement for uh, iTunes real quick. <laughs> <laughs> well, here's what we're going to do. We're going to end the episode. Mike and I are going to go uh, play Rune Somewhere Age or something. Or, yeah. And you can stay here with the computer and the microphones and, uh, and okay. read that. We'll we'll put it on uh, after the episode closes for the as a bonus as a bonus <laughs> outtake for the fans. Okay, bonus. let me go find my copy of War and Peace real quick. <laughs> I'll be right back. It's terrifying to think how large that file would be. <laughs> uh, anyhow, oh no, the way we record now, we're like in wave files. It's like 500 megs oh, yeah, for an yeah, episode yeah. or something before, wave, you, yeah, before you compress it down. Uh, I don't even keep the original wave files. Like right. that's not gonna happen. No, you would still not believe how big. Remember, like I mentioned, my computer crashing. My cloud backup is enormous because of all the strange assembly files. Right. It's ridiculous. No one cares. So, for Mike Cook and J Earl, I am Chris Stevenson. This is Strange Assembly. Have a nice day. You've been listening to Strange Assembly. You can download more episodes of Strange Assembly on iTunes or from our website at www.strangeassembly.com. While you're at our website, you can check out the frequently updated main page or talk with us on the forums. You can also email me directly at chris at strangeassembly.com or you can follow Strange Assembly on Facebook or Twitter strange assembly either place. Thanks for listening.